Welcome back, everybody, to the Perfect Timing Podcast, episode nine. And <laughs> what are we feeling, Serge? I'm um, feeling fine. Feeling fine. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think you were going to feel fine. There we I, go. I was thinking. I was going to say right, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, feeling fine. Episode nine, feeling five. It's Christmas week, Nick. Yes, sir. That it is Christmas week. Exciting. Plus, plus, yeah. Yeah. Exciting time of year. Exciting, exciting time of year. So good. Oh, beautiful time. It's not snowing out. Wish it was snowing out. Always love seeing the snow. I know you don't. You're not a fan of the snow, but it's always nice during Christmas season to uh, to have the snow around at the same time and everything. How are we doing, Serge? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. I um, had my spin class on Saturday. Um, then I finished up with spin. Went to go shoot some hoops. I do do spin Ooh. in the YMCA in case anybody was wondering. So... In the YMCA, I did my spin class, and then I was going to go shoot some hoops, but then I got invited by uh, a group of elderly people to play a game of pickleball. <laughs> so, I did, <laughs> so I did that for like 45 minutes That's after good. my spin class, and I messed up my wrists, and I was the worst player there. Oh, man. So, uh, shout, shout out Merle at the YMCA. Mer- Merle? His name is Merle. Oh my God! Shout out Merle from the YMCA. Teaching me pickleball. <laughs> Can you explain pickleball to the to the fans that don't understand what pickleball is? I think I know, but please explain it because I mm-hmm. definitely need a refreshment on what exactly it is. It's basically like badminton. Yeah. Um, except I guess you got to hit the ball into like a a line or it's out, and then it's with a ball. It's not with like a shuttlecock. Um, and it's kind of like ping pong, kind of yeah um but it's basically like that it's just like tennis or not tennis but more like yeah it's more like a badminton mm-hmm. except you don't play with the shuttlecock you play with the actual ball and like wooden paddles yep it's fun i'm just not very good at it hey that's all right repetition yeah, is the best I was, yeah i was slipping and slide all over the floor lost <laughs> my glasses a couple times oh, no. i was definitely the most athletic out there considering they were all in like their 60s um, and 70s. I would hope but, so. <laughs> but I was definitely not the most coordinated, um, to say the least. But it was a good time. I had fun. Well, John Merle from the YMCA. That sounds like a freaking blast. And I can truly agree with you that you may not have been the most coordinated person that I've ever met, but you're definitely athletic. I know that. Yes, sir. <laughs> That sounds yes, a lot. That sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe, maybe you get back there next week uh, when you return back from home and get mm-hmm. after a little bit. Maybe watch some YouTube videos of it and get on the grind and come back as the best player there. Well, I don't want to be the best player there. I just want to be as good as you know them. <laughs> I just want to be as good. I think if I'm if I'm able to leave Pennsylvania um, as good as the pickleball players at the YMCA, I'll be a happy man. Love it. I love it. Shout out Myrtle. Is that his name? Merle. 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 Yeah. What a name. Good stuff. Well, that sounds like yeah. a freaking that sounds like a freaking blast, man. Love it to was, hear that. It was, it was definitely interesting. It was something that I did not expect to do that morning. Um, <laughs> but uh I had fun. I had a lot of fun. I love it. Perfection takes time. That's all that's all you gotta exactly. think about. That's exactly. all you it was perfect. About. It was they got me at the perfect time. Hey, let's I was go. gonna say perfect timing, but at perfect time didn't sit there. They got me at the perfect time. That's right. Usually I would have said no, but I was feeling good after my spin class. I killed it. And I was like, you know what? Sure, let me do it. 
Nothing brings, well. you, nothing brings you back down to earth more than uh, playing with a bunch of older people and realizing you're not as good as them at that thing that you're doing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's that sounds like a blast. So you talking about being humbled in regards to playing pickleball. Definitely I humbled. personally can talk about being humbled playing the Colts this weekend. <laughs> if we want to discuss that at all. I'm fine if we just skip right past it. But I got no. <laughs> talk about a little bit of the review uh just to start off with the episode and what we're gonna do a uh, little shorter like we did last week i think the people enjoyed and i think i definitely enjoyed doing a little bit shorter of an episode instead of going into every game um it was good to discuss them so i think we're gonna do that again shorter episode and kind of go back and forth about different stuff um this weekend what a crazy weekend of the nfl and nba dude just everything covid wise has been absolutely nuts fantasy football wise has been hilarious too for some losing for some winning just Thank you for bye weeks for those that have the bye weeks for fantasy football. Um, but going back to the Pats Colts, I got I got a piece of humble pie this weekend, man. Playing against Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, playing against the Colts, going to their spot. I was at a bar in New York City with all Patriots fans. It, it was awesome atmosphere. So riled up for that game and just came out beyond flat and got our asses handed to us. So that was brutal to see. Um, hashtag surge was right. <laughs> he was, he was talking about it last week on the pod, talking about Jonathan Taylor running through us and he did. So that was a interesting game to see the least. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for next week already. Don't even want to discuss it, but yeah, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to the Colts. Shout out to Jonathan Taylor. I think he had about 123 rushing yards and he broke that last one wide the fuck open oh it was gorgeous he like made two defenders missing the whole yep. that was his heisman moment fucks mvp that was heisman moment. she gave him both awards for that <laughs> um yeah shout out to the Colts offensive line shout out to jonathan taylor carson wentz i mean he threw for under 60 yards and he turned the ball over and they still won the game i mean yep. it's kind of it's, it's kind of crazy how he can like have such subpar performances yet the Colts can consistently win games with their defense and their running game. Um, there, that's a perfect example of a team that's getting hot at the right time. Um, basically all they would really need is for Carson Wentz to start playing, you know, adequate level football, like Alex Smith chiefs level football. And I think they can really make a run to the Super Bowl this year. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, Michael Pittman got tossed out uh, for s- something stupid. I don't think it involved. It didn't involve him, but yeah. Kyle Van Noy pushing yeah. in the back. I mean, uh, Tucker took I mean, off his face mask. Yeah, yeah, Tucker took off his face. I was like, what the? But um, <laughs> he had like five targets and he had no catches or whatever. But yeah, shout out to the Colts. You know, he played well this week. Who do they play this? Who do they play next week? They're, this Colts, Christmas week. Colts yeah. got the Cardinals, the Fraudinals on Christmas Day, which should be a good game. Like you said, they're, just, they're trending on the right way right now. They are trending in the right direction, going into especially a big matchup against the Cardinals, who are doing the exact opposite. But, uh, yeah, the Jonathan Taylor MVP talk has now heated up these past few weeks, right? We've been saying well, it. Sure. We've been saying it for weeks, dude. We That's- have. Best running back in the league this year, I think, by far, without Derrick Henry out. And we've been telling you guys, Jonathan Taylor, MVP, write it down, put it in pen, highlight it, 
make sure it's there. He should get it this year, especially Absolutely. For against the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, he's got over 1,800 yards from scrimmage. He's got 19 touchdowns, 36 catches, 1,500 yards rushing, 5.6 yards per carry. That's a stud. That's yeah. a stud. That, that old line, like you said, is just studly all across the board. Quentin Nelson, their center was out. Ryan Kelly was out. Um mm-hmm. And the backup center stepped right into his place and just did a hell of a job against the Patriots D-line and dominated them up front. So we'll see how they do the rest of the year. Like you said, Carson Wentz has to play much better than what he has. And Jonathan Taylor, just keep doing what you're doing, dude. You're doing pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine if they go all the way to Super Bowl with having, with having like hard knocks? That would be uh, that would be like the most ideal thing for the hard knocks, which you, you said you haven't watched an episode, right? Did we discuss that last week? I haven't I watched any... I haven't watched any either, but our friend Tony has. He texted me about it. He's like, hey, man, just, just want to let you know, I am rooting for the Colts because I've been watching them. So I was like, screw you, dude. <laughs> Stop giving me these bad vibes. But he's like, yeah, watching them, the details behind the scenes, all that stuff has been sick. And so definitely got to get on that. Uh, it'll be hard to watch that game against the Pats, uh, but it'll definitely be something I want to watch in the next few weeks with this Christmas break coming up and everything. But good stuff this past weekend. Not good for the Pats, but good for Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. Bills next week for the Pats. Can't wait for that one already. Well, yeah, the Bills. What did the Bills play last week? They played. I know they, they, I know, they, yeah. I know they won. They did win. It wasn't like a blowout, though. I remember watching it. Panthers. Because the Panthers. Panthers. Oh, the Panthers suck. Yeah, they're bad, dude, huh? They're brutal. They're brutal to watch. So bad. Brutal, and they brutal. Sh- probably shouldn't be that bad. Well, I mean, Cam Newton is Cam Newton. Like he's <laughs> he's not the same. Like he's obviously he's back to being you know trash. Um, because he was saying I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, but you're just back to being you know bad, <laughs> just bad. Uh, then DJ, they can't get the ball to DJ more, and when he does, it's like I don't know. They just have no life. You can tell Christian the Christian McCaffrey and they just suck everything out of them. Yep. Uh, they have still they have a good defense. So I don't know what the, I don't know what's wrong with their defense. They have Stephon mm-hmm. Gilmore. They trade for C.J. Anderson, uh, Shaq Thompson, Brian Burns, Derek Brown. Um, got some guys. <laughs> Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin. Yep. They got some guys over there. They honest. absolutely do. Yeah. Without uh, J.C. Horn too, who got hurt the first game of the season, right? Remember him? Top ten pick. He's out. He's out. No, I know. But yeah, I mean, they have some good pieces. I think the defense will be will be a much better team next year. Who knows if Matt Rule is going to be the head coach? I think he still will be, but they got to figure who's. I, I think I think he's going to still. You think he might leave to where? Go college? Yeah. <laughs> college to NFL. You never know how it's going to work out, and we'll fade that conversation into the Texans versus the Jaguars this past weekend. Despite Urban Meyer finally, finally, finally getting fired, the Texans still beat the Jaguars handedly. Handedly. Jaguars, I thought they were going to come out absolutely swinging after last weekend just with the disgusting part of the whole entire thing with the whole Urban Meyer experience. And they ended up taking the L to the Texans, who were just the battle of the just the the toilet bowl basically this past weekend with those two teams playing each other. The Texans came out with the win. Um, Jaguars 
I think they're going to be much better going into next year, hopefully next year without Urban Meyer at the helm as the head coach of the Jaguars. Um, but the Texans look decent, even with Davis Mills as quarterback, as their starting quarterback. Davis Mills. Davis Mills is a baller, dude. <laughs> Did he, did he wear a sleeve again? I saw he did that last week. I, I was like, okay, Davis Mills wearing the sleeve, rocking the sleeve this week. <laughs> He's the second best rookie quarterback in this draft. I mean, yeah, technically by the numbers and maybe by the wins. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they all they all have not, besides Mac, they really haven't all haven't won many games. I think Justin Fields has won three games, I want to say, yeah. three or two. Sounds and right. That, Texans, I think Davis has won two. I don't, I don't know. I know Tyrod, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor has won Tyrod. two. Yeah, Tyrod. I think he's won two games. Then they, yep. he got benched. Davis Mills. Yep. I kind of feel bad for Tyrod. For Tyrod, every year, every time he gets a new starting opportunity, he gets a yank for a rookie quarterback. Always something, man. Feel so bad for that dude. I said, like, just every single year, something comes up with the, whether it's the Bills cutting him after having his best career year, the, Bron- the Browns having Baker Mayfield take over on that Thursday night game against the Jets to finally get that that win after their 0 16 season. And just every single year, last year, the whole entire thing with the doctor before the game, that was just absurd. There's always something that comes up with him. And this year he got hurt and Davis Mills is now the starting quarterback of the Texans for them. So yeah, stinks to see that for, for him, but then we can talk about another quarterback that is actually getting his shot this weekend. And first, before we go into that, Prayers up to Teddy Bridgewater. Look like he got really hurt this weekend. They're saying it's just a concussion, but it's scary stuff, man. Seeing, I feel like it's been more of these hits this year than ever before where people are laying flat on the turf, have to get literally taken out on a stretcher, helmet, face mask off. I feel like there's been more of that than ever this year for whatever reason. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. He was like the second one to happen in the same weekend. I don't, I don't remember who was the first one. I don't know there's somebody in the, the yeah. Um, who was it? Was it the Thursday night game? I think I, so. I feel like there's been so many that have happened Saturday, this year. Might have been the Saturday game. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't the Patriots. It wasn't the Patriots Colts? Could have been the Thursday night game. I thought someone said something happened. Somebody it happened to somebody in a Jets game, but I could be wrong. I thought somebody said that, or saw that on Twitter or whatever. But. It's definitely, it's definitely increased this season, I feel like. There's been a lot more stretchers this season. Yeah. Oh, 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 it was uh, the tight end Donald Parham for the for the Chargers. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was scary shit, man. Seeing him, like, shaking after and everything. And, God, hear Joe Buck, what he said. He's like, well, it is a little colder in, in L.A. this tonight than it has been. And I was like, dude, that's – please stop. That's not what's going on right now. He's messed up. He got he, – he smoked his head into the ground. And same thing with Teddy, what he did. Yeah, just scary stuff. Scary stuff for them. So prayers up to both Teddy B and to Donald Parham, the tight end from the Chargers. Um, but with that comes an opportunity for the boy, Drew Locke. As it's it, opportunity there. He better you better seize it. He better. He came in last week. I thought he was doing well, and then something happened. He fumbled yeah. the ball in the red zone. And did you see it? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw a lot. <laughs> He got he got the ball stripped out of his yeah, arm completely, like, oh, and then God. he went and got it. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. funny to see. Uh, yeah, he threw a touchdown pass before that though. I was hyped. I was like, I was texting you. I was like, let's go. So he has a full week of practice this week. Teddy B is hopefully resting. Hopefully he's all good. 
but he has a full week of practice as the starting quarterback QB one this week. So let's see what Drew Locke can do. It's Drew Locke season. Jerry Judy, please. He had zero catches last week. Too many, too (sighs) many weapons in that offense for them to be this bad. Oh, oh, it's going to be this bad, yeah. I was about to yeah. say, too many weapons. It doesn't look like they're using any of them. They're not. Let's, no, that's the thing. And let's ditch this running back com- by committee nonsense. Just give the ball to Javante. Let him rock, baby. Come on, let's go. I need to win a fantasy championship here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Serge is a proud owner of Javante Williams. Uh, I am also a proud owner of Javante in one of my leagues too. So I'm on that train of just stopping the, <laughs> the duo, the running back committee between and the even split between Javante and Melvin Gordon because Javante, whatever he plays like he did a few weeks ago, Serge is like ripping his hair out as I'm saying this because he's been so pissed off about this and I have to just like feed the Javante, man, he's been so good whenever he gets a chance. And next year, if they re-sign Melvin Gordon, if they don't, Javante will be there and he'll be legit. They'll be uh I'm gonna get fucking Mike Boone all the carries. Watch, I'm gonna make him spill with Mike Boone. It's gonna happen. That's crazy. Sign De- Devontae Booker and have him split carries. <laughs> Devontae, Javante in the backfield. Yeah, they'll do that. But we, I mean, just so many weapons for them to be this bad. It's crazy because. In in my personal opinion, I, I texted you about this and I wrote this in the in the the note too. It just feels like next year that either they don't sign Teddy Bridgewater back as it's a one-year contract, I think, right? That they were with all that. And then Drew Locke, who knows what's going to happen to him? Let's pray and hope he goes to the Falcons because that's what the Falcons and Surge deserve for him to go to. Well, we need some young life in that team. <laughs> I you are the goat. Yeah. Yeah. They uh I think it's like two years ago with the Buccaneers having all the talent in the world and just not having, I mean, Jameis is a whole other discussion, but having a quarterback that's legit at the, at the, as QB one for them. And I would not be surprised if an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson ends up going to the Broncos next year, just because looking around, you got Vic Vangio in his defense. If he's not, if Vangio isn't there next year, I wouldn't put it that past them overall, but seeing that offense and seeing the old line too with Quinn Miners and you have so many players, uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, I think from LSU from a few years ago. Um, so many players on that offense are just legit dudes and they haven't been able to put it all together this year. So next year, I think whoever's going to the Broncos, if it's Aaron Rodgers, if it's going to be Russell Wilson, it's going to be like Peyton going to the Broncos. They're going to be legit again. Um, and I think it's going to happen. It's going to be like the Buccaneers West next year. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if the Broncos are on Wilson's list because he has that list. Remember <laughs> that he that he doesn't actually agree with that he's. I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. But here, are the, I don't want to be traded. But here are the list of teams I wouldn't mind to be traded to. <laughs> Hilarious. They weren't on that list. I forgot what teams. I think oh, no. it was. It was like the only one I remember that was like shocking to me was the Giants. Yeah, I was gonna say Giants. Why, like, why what? Out of all teams, weird, bizarre, for him to go there. If it's anything. just in New York, I guess it's a big market, but it's the Giants. <laughs> and the thing is, it's so funny that it's like it still cracks me because I was in New York City this weekend just. We were in, we went to the top of One World Trade Center, which was crazy. Never been to the top of there before. It was unbelievable to see that whole entire thing, um, and it's an unbelievable experience. Looking across the, <laughs> looking across the uh, the river and seeing that Life Stadium. Because guess what? 
It's in New Jersey. It's been the funniest. It cracks me up. It's like, oh, the New York Giants, New York Jets, they play in New Jersey, which is just laugh out loud funny to me. But big market. Everyone talks about New York City. Guess what? It's it's not close. It's it's like it's not. It's like an hour out. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like not. In, it's not in New York City at all. It's just. It makes me laugh when everyone talks about the big market in New York. But yeah, who knows where Russ is going to go this upcoming year? Um, if he goes to the Broncos, if he goes to the wherever, that'll be funny to discuss and see where he goes overall. Last game we want to talk about, Serge, from last week is the Cardinals and Lions. The Fraudinals just absolutely disgusting this past weekend, just doing the exact opposite of what they have been all year. Kyler just completely plateauing from what he was, and he did the same exact thing last year. I don't know why we were surprised going into this, the end of the season, that he was going to do this again. Um, hype for the card for the for the Lions, though, right? They get their second win of the season, and uh, who took over? Who took over at the running back with DeAndre Swift out? You want to talk about that? C-R-A-I-G. Reynolds, that's Craig Reynolds, y'all. <laughs> Craig Reynolds, running back from uh, Cutstown University. Uh, he used to be on the Falcons practice squad. I remember him from the Madden days when I used to, when I had Madden, I think it was 20 or 21, and Devontae Freeman would always get injured. Um, I'd have to pick up a running back. Uh, Craig Reynolds would always be on the practice squad, so you'd elevate him up to the, to the active roster. you put him in some games for whatever reason. Whatever running back you play in there, play with him there is like a god, no matter what their overall is. So um, he would have, you know, some success for me. So this this game was not surprising to me because last week he had a he had a good game last week as well when he came in for some spot carries. But um, I don't I think he had like 123 rushing yards. I think he led the NFL in rushing this past weekend. I don't think he had a touchdown, but he did look, he looked spry, he looked ready to go. For some reason, you know, uh, the Detroit Lions have a running back they put in there, just does really well. I mean, they're not as good as DeAndre Swift, but um, they do a pretty good job filling in his shoes with him and Jamal Williams and the running back. I'm not going to even try and say his name. I think it's like a week or something. Yeah, a week, I think. Yeah. Well, I think you said it right. Yeah. And, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Craig Reynolds came in. He stepped up last week, and they got the dub over the Arizona Cardinals, who looked like they had never played defense before ever in a, a football game. So, uh, shout-out to you, Craig Reynolds. Shout-out to you, Detroit Lions. I hope you guys have nice much success next week against the Falcons. But, uh, you know, shout-out to you guys. Good game. <laughs> he is our spotlight player of the week, Craig Reynolds from the Detroit Lions. Shout out to him and shout out to the Lions. Just special stuff. The video, you see the video of them in the locker room again? Dan Campbell just gets me fired up, dude. He's just a guy's guy, a football's guy guy. He is just a man, dude. He is awesome. So awesome to see in the locker room. All sorts of fired up. Um, I'm excited to see what they do next year with a little bit more talent under their belt between the draft and between other stuff, getting ready for the year, all that sort of stuff. We'll see if Jared Goff stays there, but exciting to say the least for him overall. Talking about next week's game, we are recording on Tuesday night. And with the crazy NFL schedule, there was two games yesterday. There's currently two games going on right now. So if Serge reacts in any sort of way, which he now that he keeps on looking at his phone, he might react in a little bit because he's playing against Cooper Cup for fantasy uh, semifinals. And uh, there's two games right now between the Rams, Seahawks and between the Washington football team and the Eagles going on. 
Eagles are currently winning and the Rams are currently winning. But this week has been crazy with COVID, as I mentioned. Crazy, crazy with COVID. Um, so many games being changed between dates and everything, between different players on the COVID list, all that sort of stuff. This week we have a Thursday night game. As of right now, everything's planned to go on Thursday night again um, between the 49ers and the Titans. I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup. What do you think, Serge? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Um, the 49ers look really good. They're, start, they're another team that's starting to get hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jimmy G is looking pretty good. Um, Debo is an animal. George Kittle, George Kittle looks like he's bounced back. Um, he started yet a you know, kind of a rough start to the season, but he's ever since he and when, ever since he came off that injury, he's been looking like a George Kittle old. Uh, Brandon Ayuk looks like he's getting it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elijah Mitchell's going to come back. So, and their defense is ferocious. Mm-hmm. Although I do think their secondary is kind of uh, it can be had. Yeah, it's a little suspect. But um, yeah. they're playing very good football, so uh, it'll be an interesting game. The the Titans just. <laughs> I I can see them. I don't know how many games left in the season, but I can see the Colts giving them a run for that. There's three games left. Um, I can see the Colts giving them a scare for that number one team, the AFC South. Mm-hmm. I think the Colts. I think the Titans will still make the playoffs, but I just don't think they've just been so injury riddled on offense this year. I just think that those injuries are just going to catch up to them if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, but Derrick Henry being out, AJ Brown, Leo Jones. Uh, it's just really just everything is just tied by a string. I mean, Trestor Rodgers is like the number one receiver. So uh, that's not a very good thing. No. Um, so And Devontae, Deontay Foreman being your number one running back. And yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking pretty good, but still. Although he did fumble against the Patriots. Yes, he did. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, it's just the 49ers, I think, like you said, similar to the Colts, they're peaking right now at the right time. They're looking the best that they have all season right now in this moment. And the Thursday night game should be a good spotlight to what they should be doing. Jimmy G, we talked about it, I think, last week and the week before that, looking pretty good from what he has been the past few years, just not turning over the ball, which is literally what Kyle Shanahan kind of favors the most and don't think Trey Lance is playing at all this year, kind of have him sit on the bench. And once Jimmy G's contract ends up finishing up, which is, I forget if it's this year or next year, um, Trey Lance is going to be that next dude in. To, and that's going to be exciting to see. But for right now, it's Jimmy G's offense and Debo playing running back. Brandon Ayuk, like you said, Kittle's just a beast. Trent Williams, I talked about last week. They're putting it all together right now. The Titans are doing the opposite they like you said they don't have they don't have receivers aj brown's coming back julio jones just got hurt again last week it's just non-stop with them and maybe maybe derrick henry might could be coming back who knows i what'd you say right yeah and he had surgery on i think like that week after where people were talking i forget what week it was but it's been discussed that he might be coming back week 18 slash the playoffs. And that would be a hell of a boost for that offense to get Derrick Henry back for sure. So we'll see. What... I bet you they lose in the first game. They want to get everybody back. <laughs> they have everybody. Julio comes back. <laughs> everybody. AJ Brown's out there and Derrick Henry's back. And they, yeah, they get smoked. They get clobbered. The Chargers in the first round. First round. Yep. That would be 
that would be funny. They have the Texans week 18. So maybe they tune them up a little bit. If Derrick Henry is ready to go for the, uh, for the game uh, for a few weeks from now. So we'll see with that. It could be exciting for them Titans to actually pick up a little bit more. Tannehill hasn't done too much this entire year. He's just been kind of there. So we'll see yeah. how, how he does. 14 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Yeah. Even it's, it's tough to critique him because he's literally surrounded by the, like the garbage bin type players, like just 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 bad. They're just they're not bad, but they're just not good. No one's really standing out. Yep. Um, even when he had those guys playing in the beginning of the year, he wasn't really playing that well. I just think that's probably mostly because they switched offensive systems with Arthur Smith going to Atlanta, and then mm-hmm. they promote from within. And I guess the guy that they have calling plays now is just, just not as good as Arthur Smith was calling plays for mm-hmm. Titans or for whatever reason. But, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen for the rest of the year. I heard um, Cam Akers might be coming back too. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. That'd be interesting. That'd bring a whole other whole other side to the Rams because they haven't been able to run the ball for shit this entire season. So that would give a little equality between the offense. Good for them. That'd be cool. That'd be good for Thank- them. Well, the Rams, the whole situation with the Rams is they have Matthew Stafford, so they feel like with him, he can just throw you to win a game. When in reality, you, you can't win. You don't win championships just throwing the ball tons of times. You need balance. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the teams that are the most balanced teams win Super Bowls. So if they have this idea that they're just going to throw the ball 90 times or 45 90 times, 45 times a game with Matthew Stafford and, you know, get to the Super Bowl and win the whole entire thing, they're, they're, they're mistaken because that's not how you win championships. We've all seen it. The teams are made to Super Bowl, the teams that can run the ball mm-hmm. because you're not always going to be able to pass the ball, especially in cold weather games when you're traveling to different yeah. places. Not every game is going to be in a, in a dome or in ideal weather. So, you know, we'll see, I guess, how they do. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical on the Rams. I just don't because they – beat the Seahawks 20 to 10, but it was a close game throughout. The Seahawks are just awful this year. So I'm pretty skeptical on the Rams this year. Pretty skeptical. Crazy. Yep. We'll see how they do the rest of the season. If they get game makers, that'll be a big boost for them. Um, And other games, NFC West. I know we talked about the Cardinals Colts. They are playing on Christmas Day. They have a good matchup where similar to the 49ers Titans, one team going one way, one team going the other way. So I think that'll be a fantastic matchup on Christmas Day to enjoy and be able to have in the background after eating a delicious Christmas dinner, all of that stuff. Browns Packers are also playing that day. And Browns got a huge win this past Monday afternoon at five o'clock. The game started at, uh, which Oh, that's right. I forgot they lost. They were at home. Oh my God. That's right. I forgot. I completely forgot because the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, they should have won. They should have absolutely won with Derek Carr. They should have won won with Derek Carr. Sorry to, you know, go for broke. With like a minute and a half left to go in the game, throw a 50 yard bomb. To, it was three minutes. It wasn't even a minute and a half. There's three minutes left in the game. And he's just like, yeah, screw it. Toss it up. Go. It's three man coverage picked. He's a wild guy. He's a wild guy. He is. Long hair. Yeah, his long hair cracks me up. His new style that he has—it's a whole different, whole different other appeal to him. So let's see how he does. So the sir, the uh, sun's on right now. You're looking back. They start. Yeah, but you know, who cares? (laughs) 
So good matchup between the Browns who are coming off of a loss and the Packers who look like the damn near the best team in the entire league right now. And that should be an awesome two, I think, marquee games on Christmas Day to have in the background during Christmas, enjoying time with family, enjoying time with everybody, enjoying a meal, all that sort of stuff. Good games overall this weekend. You mentioned the Lions-Falcons. We don't have to go into that. Bills-Patriots, I already mentioned too. Those are all the games that I had really for this past, uh, for this upcoming weekend at all. But talking about Christmas Day, all these games and everything, it's Christmas this weekend, man. How do we feel about Christmas this weekend? We excited or what? Yeah, I'm 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 pumped. Um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> should be a good day. I always like Christmas, but I don't. I like Christmas not because of the gifts. I like Christmas because of the meal. Yeah. I feel like I have a better meal. This is gonna sound crazy. No, don't even say it. It's gonna sound crazy. Don't tell me what you're about to say. I'm predicting what you're saying. Don't tell me. I feel like I have a better meal on Christmas than I do Thanksgiving. Oh That's not to God. say Thanksgiving is a bad meal. I eat until my fill. Yep. That Christmas meal hits different. You know what I mean? What it's a you... day that you're not supposed to eat a lot. Well, it's not that you're not supposed to, but it's like, it's not, you know, promoted as, you know, you're supposed to be gluttonous or, you know, eat a bunch of food on Christmas. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the Christmas, whatever whatever I eat for Christmas just, just hits different. Maybe because I'm not that big of a fan of turkey. Maybe that's why. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that Christmas, that Christmas Day meal, that Christmas Day dinner just hits different. What, what do you, you have for what, what do you for Christmas? We usually have any sort of like roast beef or like like actual like just roast beast, as we call it, like the Grinch. We watched that last night, the roast beast. Uh, prime rib usually depends, but it's usually some sort of prime rib in it. It's just absolutely amazing i made it i personally made it for the first time last year i'm very proud of that oh oh, it was so good and usually gina is the one absolutely killing it in the kitchen and i was so proud of myself last year for that and she definitely helped of course but like for me to have that in my oven i was like let's go this is fantastic so always good stuff similar to what you said it's definitely a great meal i think like i mentioned for the thanksgiving meal that the entire <laughs> the entire holiday of thanksgiving is surrounded and based off of eating food that day but the entire christmas atmosphere is just so good the vibes are always so high with the lights on the tree everything it's just the presents around the tree and like you said the presents are the one thing that you that you focus on there's so many other things that you can think about for christmas but it's definitely a great meal and i'm excited for it this upcoming saturday night christmas eve do you guys do something crazy for christmas eve no, not really. No, we, I don't even, we might go to church. Well, my mom goes to church and I might join her. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't usually go, but I just like, it's midnight mass. I just like to go to yeah. sleep. Yep. So, uh, come on, is it actually, sleep. is it actually at midnight? They like pass no. the, ch- yeah, the, they, they, they changed it the past few years. It was at midnight. I think what three years ago, we always like my family and I always go, Gene and I have gone the past few years too. They changed it. I think it was two years ago to like 11 o'clock. So it's not actually midnight. <laughs> um, so it's always fun. We usually I'm st- think we're still planning to go this year. Um, but then one of my favorite traditions before Gene and I moved into the house and everything is on Christmas Eve, right before going to bed, well, not before, right before, right before going to bed, after I got home from mass and everything is I would literally stay up to like 
two to three in the morning, depending on how many presents I haven't wrapped already and watch It's a Wonderful Life, which is my favorite Christmas movie um, and literally wrap all the presents for the next morning and everything. It's an old, old movie. So it's, it's, a cl- it's an absolute classic. Yeah. Black and white. Guy, which was, he was never born. And then yep. he has so good man it gives it gives you all the feels it gets it gets emotional every time it's an amazing movie to me i absolutely love it it's uh such such a good movie it's my favorite christmas movie older but definitely rings home now especially with everything going on so definitely one of my favorite christmas movies but i'll definitely be wrapping uh a little bit earlier than i have in the past few years during that time but serge we talked to our friend the other day about not Christmas movies. He gave a shout out about something else. Do you want to discuss what he texted us about the podcast and what he thought about Christmas? <laughs> shout out Das Jan, Giannis Barros, 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 Barros. Shout out Giannis Barros, Yanni. Yanni. Yanni from, Yanni from Cali. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, we, so we, um, he gave us a topic, uh, Christmas specials, like TV specials versus Christmas movies. Now I haven't seen that many Christmas movies. So this, when he gave us this idea, it really resonated with me. I love, a, I love a good Christmas special. Um, I just love them. Um, one of my favorites is American dad. They have this great Christmas special with, uh, they have this ongoing feud with Santa Claus. And let me tell you something, it's just great. So if you haven't seen it, I would like you to start watching American dad. Um, you know, the first season or so isn't that great, but it starts to catch a little heat later on and then once you get to the christmas episodes you'll fall you'll fall in love um but those christmas episodes are those are they just hit those are just they're just really good episodes and then i and then i really like christmas episodes of like fresh prince um friends that was a good christmas episode mm-hmm. episodes i should say because it's on for nine seasons yeah <laughs> uh, king of queens um just watched that last night <laughs> um uh, the Simpsons. I love the Simpsons Christmas specials. The Office too. I was. I was. I didn't even think about the Office. The Office Christmas specials are just when Michael dresses up as Santa Claus, yep. and he has uh, uh, Kevin's on his lap, <laughs> and then he, and then Phyllis dresses up as Santa Claus, and he just comes out. And he says, "Christmas is." You say Jesus is dead or Christmas is dead? Christmas is dead. Yeah. Christmas is dead. It's just. It's just fantastic. Betty had a Betty had a Christmas too. Betty had a Christmas. Nick, <laughs> he's naming he's naming goat episodes after back to back right now. Just, yeah, it's so good. Me. Christmas specials. Chris can't say specials. Christmas specials just hit different. They're just they're just they're more palatable. They're more entertaining to me. Um, I haven't again. I haven't seen a lot of Christmas movies, so I don't have a lot to compare it to. But the ones that I have seen. You know, they're just kind of better. I like Elf. Um, I've seen A Christmas Story way too many times. Um, Not for me. Like that one? Nah, I've wa- I haven't seen it full. And it's on every day on Christmas Day. What TBS, I think, runs it the entire day. I haven't seen it in full. Don't plan on seeing it. It's just, I yeah, I've seen like bits and parts. I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. So I'm fine with that. But I love Christmas movies, man. They keep on going. We've only, Gina and I have only watched a few. We definitely want to watch more before this upcoming weekend. Like we're probably going to finish Christmas with the cranks tonight. 
we watched Santa Claus one and two already polar express. We got to watch definitely have to watch. It's a wonderful life. Like I said, that's my favorite. Definitely want to watch that soon. So many other ones, so many other movies office Christmas parties, hilarious too. So many other ones. Yeah. The Christmas episodes of TV are super funny too. There's just so many, the office are the ones that automatically stick out in my mind, but definitely, definitely the movies are great too. I love them. Love them both. Yeah. Michael dresses up as, what is up as God? <laughs> Because it was God, because uh, Phyllis is, uh, we should turn this into an office podcast. I could talk for days about The Office. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he goes with this God. It's a good episode. People, you should peep that, people. Go get Peacock and watch the episode. That's right. That's right. Yep. Anything else we want to discuss, Serge? It's Christmas. Like I said, so many. What's, what was your favorite gift you've ever gotten? I'm going completely off script. I just thought of it. What was your favorite gift you've ever, ever got growing up? So I'm trying to think of mine. Like we said, it isn't just for the presents. Christmas isn't just for the presents. It's spending time. Today, Christ was born. All that stuff. All special. But the presents, of course, growing up, believing in Santa Claus. Did you believe in Santa Claus growing I up? Did, but I can tell you the day I found out he wasn't fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear that story then. I want to hear that. I remember because I went shopping with my mom to buy Christmas gifts. So I figured I have a list for Santa. I love it. I'd have a list for her. Mm-hmm. So I went with her to shop for my gifts. So I already knew what I was getting from her. Mm-hmm. And then I had a list for Santa Claus of different gifts. But then when I woke up the next day or the next whatever, when I woke up on Christmas, I saw my gifts. They're the gifts that I bought when I was with her. There were no other gifts from Santa Claus. So I remember I, cause I wanted a bionicle. So I got the bionicle, right? Oh, I remember uh, those. Those were sick. <laughs> so many. Bionicle. I was probably eight or nine years. I think I was nine years old. Nine years old, nine years, fourth grade was a big year for me. Um, so I, that's when I figured out that Santa Claus was a fake. Um, so I got the bionicle, I'm unwrapping it. So I'm figuring I'm supposed to have more stuff here. Where's my other stuff? So I'm asking the mom, where's my other gifts um, from Santa Claus? And she's just like, she just doesn't say anything. I'm like, so I just I just break down, just have a huge mental breakdown. You have no idea, tears, throwing uh, snot bubbles, just <laughs> disgusting, disgusting scene in the Gene Baptiste household. So I'm just feeling sick. Um, and then you know, Christmas goes on. I go to my cousin's house. Uh, you know, I I kind of forget about it. But then you know, the next day I'm like, I'm starting to realize, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. It's all been a lie. It's just a fake. You know, parents, they tell you these things when you're young. I don't know why to kind of get your hopes up to make you believe in things. And then they crush your spirit, you know, when you turn nine or 10 years old when you find out and they tell you Santa Claus isn't real. So what's the point? So let's just tell our children, let's tell the youth the truth. Santa Claus isn't real. Your parents buy your gifts. This is the way life goes and life is hard. All right. Okay. But that was when, but when I turned nine, that was when I figured out Santa Claus wasn't real. That was, that was a big year. That was a big time. What about you? When did you find out Santa Claus wasn't real? That sounds traumatizing, dude. It was was terrible. (laughs) At nine years old, realizing Santa Claus isn't real. Like maybe nine is a pretty older age to find out Santa isn't real. But um, I was just so like, pos- like possessed that day. I was just so upset. 
I was like, this is this is this is a lie. I've been lied to. My I've been lied to for you've been lied to for nine years. Like parents don't understand how crazy it is to legit flat out lie to your children for years about Santa Claus, and then just just the one magical day to say, oh, he's not real. What? <laughs> I'm writing to this man for nine years, and you're telling me he's not real. He's telling me he's not reading these. <laughs> not reading these letters I put my heart into. <laughs> Like, huh. And then you, you then you say he has a list, he's checking it twice. You gotta be a good boy. He's checking it for naughty or nice. <laughs> what have I been nice for? I could have been naughty this whole entire time. It's an all-time, all-time parent trick. <laughs> it is, it's a, it's a wonderful little white lie that goes on for years for to have parents let kids be so nice. And when I am sometime in the future a father. I am very excited for that whole entire time where to be, <laughs> to be Santa Claus. Hey. Straight, don't, don't, don't lie to them like that. Oh, tell, tell them from the day that they're born, Santa Claus is real. Life is hard. Tell them that well, to their face at, at, you know, like five months. Well, you know, I, 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 I can't do that because me being the name, Nick, I technically am St. Nicholas. So oh so I have to, I have to at least keep it going with that. So love to see that. It's always a fun time. I don't, I honestly don't remember when I officially found out that he was real, that he was not real at all. I don't remember, but I swear at one point, I do remember hearing something on the roof one time, I swear, but could have been all fake. Who knows? All that stuff. And I do remember my my next door neighbor at one point, who is a very, very funny kid, him saying, oh, yeah, I saw Santa in the bathroom the other day. He was taking he's taking a piss like <laughs> growing up. I remember him saying that just hilarious stuff. And like, oh, yeah, I saw Santa. He was there like he was just oh, in the yeah. Bathroom. yeah, he was in the bathroom. That was, a, that was it. I saw him. He delivered the toys, went to the bathroom and, and headed his way out. So I don't remember when it was, but I'm sure it was not as traumatizing as your experience. Horrible. Horrible. I don't know. It was, it was just, it was, it was a terrible day that year. Although I did go to my cousin's house and I did kind of forget about it for quite a, for a very long time. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a big, it was a big day for me that day. Well, but you asked what was my best gift yeah. originally. Favorite and gift, sure. best gift. <laughs> Favorite gift. I don't know. When I was younger, I was just, I would just ask for video games and stuff. Yeah, of course. So I'd have to think about like that type of stuff. Um, what did I get? That I could probably tell you my worst gift. Let's hear it. <laughs> I got like a. I remember I wanted a Vugo. Do you remember what a Vugo is? A Vugo what was Vugo? Vugo, no. Yeah, it was basically like um, it's basically like a handheld kind of like TiVo where I got to plug <laughs> it in, record whatever I wanted to record, and then watch it later on. So I remember hmm. I was. <laughs> Remember, I recorded Suns game um, for no reason. Did you find out what the score is afterwards? You just watch the highlights. Yeah. But I was like, I was like 12 years old, so I recorded the Suns game, and then um, I got the view going. And then I would go to school the next day, and I'd watch like the game, the game that I missed. Um, it was just really just bad quality. It's just horrible. It cost like 130 dollars. It was wasted 130 dollars of my parents' money. <laughs> on this piece of crap disc, but it was just, and I only used it that one time. I never use it again. Um, that was the worst gift that I ever got. And I asked for it. So that's most of that blame is on me. <laughs> My parents should have known better and not buying me that piece of crap. But, um, 
Yeah, that was the worst gift I've ever received. What about you? You got like a sweater or encyclopedia set one year? A what? Encyclopedia set? I got that for my birthday one year, encyclopedia set. Encyclopedia set? Yeah, I was like six. So I didn't really know what was going on. Five or six years old. Because <laughs> um, my, my parents would throw these lap, like <clears throat> parties for me when I, was, when I was a young, young, young kid. Yeah. Um, so I was just getting gifts left and right. Um, so I got the encyclopedia set. I just didn't know what it was. I just said, yeah, whatever. Thanks. <laughs> Never use it. I love that. That's hilarious. Now for me, I think between, I don't have too many like, personal ones but one that i remember clear as day when my two brothers and i we after we opened up all of our gifts and everything we probably <clears throat> definitely will was definitely super young chris and i were three years apart so he was i don't even remember how old we were and everything probably under 10 maybe a little bit older i'm not sure exactly how old we were but after we wrapped after we opened all our presents and everything my parents said there's one more gift downstairs. We're like, oh, what, what could it be? And everything we had, the PlayStation, like PlayStation 1 set up downstairs, all that stuff. Had a whole like empty spot in the entire basement area. We walked down, they pumped the lights up and it's a pop a shot. We were going nuts. Just one of the mini basketball hoops. We're like, oh, let's go. Just like throwing the hoops. Oh, it was so much fun. We had that for years and just, I never yammed on it or anything like i try to on like mini hoops and everything but it was just we were going nuts just con just always having battles downstairs in the basement with that with the papa shot um the mini basketball hoop and everything oh my god so much fun so that was one that sticks out in my mind of being like one of the best gifts that gifts that we ever got growing up yeah that sounds dope uh the papa shot yeah that was that's a, that was an, uh, an arcade staple Mm-hmm. Many arcades across America. That's right. Papa Shot was never very good at it. No. <laughs> I was other arcade games. Of course, <laughs> of course not. And uh, neither, we were not very good at it either, but I know somebody that is, and that is my cousin Ryan, who you know as well. So shout out to Ryan for loving Pop Shot and absolutely crushing it and however many points that he got. <laughs> he had one in their house as well, so they were all super, super, super well. Really good shout at it. Shout out to Yep. Shadow key card, Ryan. That's right. <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to discuss, Serge, before we wrap up this Christmas episode of the podcast? Let's see. I don't I think we covered it. I think we talked about uh, everything. I don't know. Let me see. Let me check the notes. Yeah. Uh, spotlight, Christmas, um, specials, American Dad at the Office, movies, uh, football. Did we talk about fantasy at all? No, we didn't. We talked about it. I I mentioned it briefly and said the worst fantasy weekend of all time because it was. And thank God for bye weeks. Serge, do we have some breaking news that you have officially won? Is that is that is that true? Am I am I hearing am I hearing from my sources that this is true? Sources are correct. I have officially (laughs) advanced to the quarterfinals. Pop it out for Serge. Let's go. Happy with my team. Uh, they pulled it up. They pulled it. They pulled the W. It was a, it was a hard fought victory. I didn't know how it was going to go for a while. Uh, Cooper Cup is a dangerous, dangerous opponent. Um, so uh, shout out to God. Thank you, God, for bringing us here. You brought me here. Now let's t- try and take care of business. And you know, let's get to this, let's get this dub. You know, 
That's Need some right. money, 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 money. <laughs> and shout out, shout out to any of the leagues that I have bye weeks in. Because if I had a bye week, I won, quote unquote, won the weekend. If I did not, I lost and I'm out. So fun with that. That's a lot of fun. Good stuff with there. So fantasy playoffs have begun with the shittiest weekend in NFL, basically fantasy history. And they will continue on for the next week. Surges in the semifinals. I'm in the semifinal for two of the leagues too. We should be discussing that. And if we do, we have a do we have a chance to face off against each other in the sleeper league, Serge? I gotta get, I gotta get past my cousin first. He's oh, his team is for us. So I gotta get past him first. Did I win uh, that game? Yeah, yeah you won. No, you won. You won. You're good. No, I won. I won <laughs> two leagues. Let's go. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. <laughs> Let's go. So fantasy playoffs are coming up now and currently this weekend. So should be a good, exciting Christmas weekend. Merry Christmas to everybody and all of their families and everything. We hope you have a wonderful time enjoying it. Stay healthy, stay safe, all that. Any closing words, Serge? I don't know. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Happy New Year. We're going to do a New Year's episode. Yeah, we might. Yeah, we might do a live one. You texted me about that. You might, We might be doing. <gasps> oh. we, we might be live, baby. We might do a live. We might be, we might be live. We might be live. That could, that could be happening. To a, could be happening. We might be doing an in-person podcast. Our first yet, which is beyond exciting. So we'll see. Hopefully we get to that next week with New Year's coming up. But yeah, we'll see you guys before New Year's. But Merry Christmas to all and to all. A good night. Good night. That's what you're looking for. That's what I was looking for. There we go. Good stuff. All right. Perfect timing. Episode nine. We out. True.